Welcome to the Great and Terrible American <laughs> Horror Story. Uh, we're doing uh, episode seven of season six, which is chapter seven of the Roanoke season, which is season six, episode seven. I hate the naming of this so much. Yeah, <laughs> it's so hard to deal with. Uh, this is going to be a two parter. Um, wild stuff happens. I cheer loudly for my boy Matt, <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, it, the. F- we should probably just get started. I mean, there's like there's a lot that happens in this episode. For what it's worth, I think it was a pretty good episode <laughs> in that a lot of wild shit happens all the time. Yeah, I, mean, I, I got a, a, a like the if you watch it on Amazon Prime, you get like those little like snippets that pop up. That's like here's some trivia. I got a snippet like five or six times that was like this is one of the top three highest episodes of American Horror Story of all time. It has four votes. I'm like I don't know that you can really. That's not. That doesn't feel trivia worthy, uh, but I appreciate it. After this, I might have to go become uh, make vote number five because while this episode <laughs> mostly no, I I'm gonna I'll, I'm gonna tell you as a little treat for our listeners, there is something I unironically and legitimately like a lot about this episode. Ooh. The rest of it still sucks, but like there's one part I'm like, oh my god, that's good. Anyway, so see if you can find out. Guess what it is at home, readers, listeners, rather <laughs> whatever you are. <laughs> okay, um, anyway. But uh, let's get into it. Let's start this weirdo show. I'm trying to remember where it leaves off. Oh, it leaves off so, in the, the yeah. where we left the listeners was um, Matt entering the dining room. This is the last episode, um, and just saying R is for Rory, and then not giving right. any context to the people who he just delivered that info to. Um, all right, so this very, very, very first scene. Um, is one of many of what I find to be the most frustrating part of this episode, which are is like a weird GoPro that's been left on the ground outside, I guess, um, that has like a weird filter over it, which makes it seem like the ghosts have their own cameras. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. and it's it, it is ground level. It is fully on, like sitting on the ground. Um, and then a ghost girl shows up, there's a deer eating, and then that's the opening shot. So, you know, I I will say, like, I'm, at this point, I'm too fatigued by this show for when they get anything, like, a little bit right, where the point is, like, it's not a bad shot, you know, the night vision ghost girl and everything, like, she's pretty well done all that, but it's just, like, at this point, it's like, yeah, too little, too late, American Horror Story, like, who, I know you're gonna mess this up, too, you know what I mean, that kind of thing, so it's, like, also, mm. there's like a whole issue of escalation. Like we watched earlier in the season where like a bunch of ghosts showed up with pitchforks and like brutally murdered people. So like spooky ghost girl in the, <laughs> in the distance kind of yeah. registers as like a solid two out of ten at this point. Yeah. <laughs> like, like if this happened in episode one, it'd be like, hey, this might be a good show after all, you know. But yeah, it's like way too late for this, you know. But. Yeah. I, I guess what they're trying to like imply here is that that's Priscilla. But like, again, like you said, like, who gives a shit? Like, yeah, <laughs> we've seen people get like murdered at this point. Like, we don't give a shit about Priscilla. We know she exists. Who get- And she's just hanging out with a deer. Like, what does that even mean? It's outside of like <laughs> right. the production, <laughs> the production trailer. But it's a deer and Priscilla. We it's don't like give she- a fuck. It's like she's trying to get on TV. You know, like, or, uh, like, what are god, you doing oh here? Oh my this god, camera? I wish that was, I wish that was a plot point that, like, a couple <laughs> of the ghosts were like, oh, they're making a TV show, 
<laughs> and like they just spend their time trying to get on TV. That I, that I would get, I would co-sign on. Um, but in case you guys forgot, um, Sydney, um, producer McAwful, uh, required that the production trailers be really far away from the house so that it seemed realistic. Um, so we're watching Sydney and the unknown cameraman. I don't know his name. Um, hanging out in what looks like the phasmophobia trailer. Truly. Um, there's just a and ton like, of like monitors and stuff. For what it's worth, as far as the spacing goes, they said it like had to be out of eyesight, but it's clearly no less than like a 45 second walk away. <laughs> like very clearly people have been called from the trailer into the house and arrived in well under a minute. So like I something that happens later in this episode is tremendously stupid. Also, like they would know where it is. <laughs> Just to be clear, like, they would know where it is. They might not be allowed to go to it during filming, but, like, they would be aware of the location. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, not to mention there's lights outside of it, um, and it wouldn't be hard to find, even if you didn't know where it was. Uh, (laughs) It it is a big trailer in the middle of the dark woods with a giant, bright-ass spotlight out front of it. Um, so they're just kind of, they're watching, um, all of the monitors, like watching what's going on. Meanwhile, the cameraman is recording Sydney because again, Sydney thinks that they need to do that for some reason. Um, and someone that we've never met before named Alyssa comes in, um, with, uh, with a bunch of fried chicken and French fries in a box. And the cameraman's like, I asked for a salad. And Alyssa's like, we're in North Carolina. They only make fried food here. Um, <laughs> that feels like a very weird joke. And also, um, maybe Alyssa's just bad at her job if she couldn't find a salad in North Carolina. I've had tons of salads it's in so- North Carolina. They- it's, Salad is easy to make. Yeah, it's so and, lazy. Like I could get like. Yeah, sorry. We've we've seen salads in this show. Shelby made two of them during the documentary. Like would, we, we've yeah. seen them here. It would make more. It'd be one thing if they were like, I wanted a you know a soy latte yeah. double frap. You know, yes. if they did something like, like an that, like a complicated salad. coffee order, or like or like yeah. you could even make a joke at their expense. Like they don't have crudités here. You know what I mean, or something. But like. Or it, yeah, like there's they don't even know what Green Goddess dressing is. I know, like, like, you know, something like that. But like the whole but, state of North Carolina, it's like they don't have soda here. They just drink dirty water right out of the tap. You're in North yeah. Carolina. Ugh. Like it's not it's not an agreed upon stereotype of the state. You can't just start making stuff up American horror story. Like if you want us to the thing is it's not even hard to find how to rip on a state. You just go to the state and talk to people and they'll tell you. Yeah. They'll tell you all the ways they hate their state that's like the number one way to find it out and yeah i don't think north carolina has a reputation as lettuce list (laughs) no vegetables in my north carolina i better not taste a vegetal in this anyway they only had fried chicken and french fries for some fucking reason um and they made that a plot point in this scene um Alyssa's like hey has anybody talked to diana um the lady who rolled her car and got owned by a ghost a couple of episodes ago Mm -hmm. um and sydney's like i don't care i'm not wasting my time on anyone who doesn't want to be a part of history um whatever i guess uh for the literal and then Alyssa walks outside i guess to go eat her food in the car i don't know it's unclear why Alyssa leaves the trailer um because there's not anybody else working so it's not like she's delivering 
the one box of food to another employee. Like, I guess she just went to go eat in the car. I have no idea why she leaves. Um, Because it's the middle of the night, just so we're clear. Um, For the first time since we've started this half of this season, the cameraman sets down the camera literally for the first time ever um, to eat a French fry. Um, And then coincidentally, Sydney also for the first time ever is not watching the monitors at this exact moment. Uh, The exact moment where Rory gets murdered by the ghosts, um, the cameraman sees it on the monitor and is like, did you see that? And then he like scrambles to pick up the camera. Um, And Sydney's like, no, I'm eating fried chicken and french fries. I can't do two things at once. Um, (laughs) And they miss it, uh, which is just, first of all, I don't don't know why they do this because you'll understand why I don't know why they do this in about two seconds. Um, Yeah. But they go to like, go roll it back to like see what they missed um and in the meantime they hear noise outside they hear scream um and they go to go or sydney goes to go see what it is um and he finds Alyssa, whose throat has been cut um and he's like come here come here bring the camera bring the camera um and the cameraman and sydney go outside and Alyssa's bleeding out um and then kathy bates um appears from the woods and cleaves the shit out of sydney in the stomach um, which go off, go off, Queen. Sydney deserves it. Uh, we love a girl boss. Um, and then she fucks up the cameraman no. as well. Um, no, I'm the- I'm against it because I had Sydney in the death pool as the oh, one who no. survived. So I'm so annoyed because I thought they were gonna pull a "you wouldn't expect us to save the jerk, would you?" <laughs> kind of card. But American Horror Story couldn't even do me a solid on that. But. So no, whatever. Well, I shouldn't spoil don't. if he's dead or not. Even though, like, just who gives uh, a shit, he, really? He is, <laughs> yeah. he is hella. <laughs> he has been oh, hella. Who knows, who knows if his name being or his letter being drawn in blood on the wall is a sign? <laughs> Murders. That's for Sydney. Oh my um, god, the true twist. Yeah, it's like alien, and then there'll be god. murder cubed. That won't be as good. And Cronenberg will have been attached. It would be so whatever. funny. What was the assistant's name? I Alyssa. 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 Yeah. Murders a <laughs> murderers. A bunch. <laughs> yeah. You're all a bunch of murderers. <laughs> a murders. Uh, the, I this truly cannot spell. I committed a murders here in blood. Oh, I would love that if that was the twist. That the nurses are just dog shit at spelling, so they just keep adding shit to the mural. <laughs> they, they didn't think they'd ever like hit the end of the word, and now they're like, shit. Well, we do actually want to keep killing people. No, they're playing blood scrabble, so the essay is gonna cross up and make Sam a murders, and then oh, oh. man, triple word score, Sydney, you piece of crap. <laughs> Hell yeah. I suddenly am on board with the murder nurses again. I'm suddenly fully on board with the murder nurses again. <laughs> Did they get killed somehow no. as ghosts? I feel, okay. No, they're you're, still, yeah, no, they're no still they around. got killed I, as I mean, people that made them ghosts. They were like, when they were murdering people, that's when like, when they in their story, they were murdering patients just because why not? And then like the peep, the blood moon people killed them. And now they're ghosts with the Blood Moon people is what you're thinking. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Anyway. Sorry. This show has like 18 main characters and like 45 tertiary characters. And I may have forgotten a detail or two about the Bro, I, I, at I, some point. I finished this whole season. That's like all I'm taking away from it is what I just said. Like, <laughs> and one or two other things. <laughs> but uh, sick. <laughs> so uh, what you need to know is that all three of those people are dead. Um which is why I don't understand why we had a little like 
weird moment where the cameraman missed recording Rory dying and why we had Sydney be like, oh, no, I missed it, too, because they die literally 14 seconds later. Um, so it's completely irrelevant. It's not like it wasn't captured on camera. There's 55,000 cameras in the house. Um, it really isn't relevant that they didn't see it. Um, but we had a whole setup for it. They made it a point to make, they set up food coming in. Um, Mm -hmm. they set up a whole scenario where these two did not see Rory die for some reason. And then it just doesn't matter. Uh, because they get murdered by Kathy Bates. And I will be saying Kathy Bates through most of this instead of Agnes or uh, Thomason, which is the name of the butcher. Um, and you'll find out why later. Um, because it's unclear for I'm most so of the episode. <laughs> for the record, this is the most disappointing thing American Horror Story has done so far is how they handle Kathy Bates at the end. It truly sucks. It mm. truly sucks. <laughs> yeah. We'll, there's, oh God, there's a lot of that. Um, and then we're back in the house. We're back in with the people that we actually give a shit about. Um, and Audrey, um, British Sarah Paulson, is looking for Rory. Um, I assume this means that Matt explains the R is for Rory speech that he gave everybody, but we can't be 100% sure. Um, she's the only one who's looking for Rory, so I guess nobody else really gives a shit. Um, she finally gives up and goes back downstairs to join everybody else at the murder mural and is like, I can't find Rory. Um, and Matt's like, I told you, R is for Rory. R is for Rory. This isn't hard. Why does no one listen? R is for Rory. And everyone's like, what does that mean? R is for Rory. Do I need to say it louder or slower? I'll continue to do both. And just so we're clear, because I paraphrase a lot in both my notes and my retelling, we're not paraphrasing. He says that verbatim. He's like, it I is, told you, R is for Rory. This is somehow not my favorite line of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> and then he proceeds to not give any more follow-up after that. Um, Shelby's like, well, <laughs> sorry. Shelby's like, have you checked under the beds and the closets or in the closets? As if like Rory's like a four-year-old and is also competing <laughs> with Flora for like the hide-and-go-seek invitational. Um, as if Rory's just like hiding in a cabinet somewhere for some reason. Um, but I guess she didn't because they all go back upstairs to look at those places. Um, I don't know why they were doing that to start with. Um, and Matt and Shelby are searching together. Uh, the real ones, by the way. And, um, Matt's like, any minute we're going to hear someone scream. And then Shelby calls him a ghoul. Um, it was very funny to me at the time, I think because it's just like such a weird thing to call somebody. Um, <laughs> and she just like delivers it so deadpan. She's like, don't be a ghoul, Matt. And I'm like, yeah, Matt, stop being a ghoul. Um, <laughs> just a little bit of ghost humor here at the murder house. Thanks a lot, Matt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you piece um, of shit, Matt. Oh, sorry, God. No, no, that was um, just going to say. So this begins um, Oh, very surprising to me both when I first watched this show and I remembered as I'm watching it this time around um this is an episode where I start to turn around on Lee a lot um because Lee is the only sane person in this house uh and I truly mean (laughs) the only sane person has a few fundamental misunderstandings of her situation and the equipment she is holding (laughs) yes yes (laughs) there there is that there are a few times where it's like (laughs) Lee that's their camera. Yes. They gave you that camera. They're also in... The, yeah. <laughs> yes. 
like she's a little confused, but she's got the spirit. Unfortunately, she is the only person who has the spirit. Um, so Lee is filming everything on the little like non-usable cell phones that they were given. Um, and Audrey and Monet are like, can you fucking stop it? And Lee's like, no, I don't trust the producers uh, and their cameras because they can just edit the footage and tell their own story. Yeah. So this camera's also, my story. The, the cameras piss me off for another reason this episode, which is as I was like, I had just read an article about electrolytic battery breakdowns and stuff, and it reminded me like, oh, right, phone batteries, if you have the camera on, like with lights, last like two hours mm-hmm. <laughs> like it is really bad like you get cameras that have like batteries on them those last for a while like oh wow it's just a bad idea up and down <laughs> like even logistically like oh sorry i gotta go hang out in my bedroom i have to charge my camera again it's been 45 <laughs> minutes like <laughs> and like they and that's like one of like the five to ten reasons why them making the cameras that everybody has being cell phones um Way more difficult than if it they would have just made them handy cams. Um, it they would have had to explain a lot less uh, if they had just given everybody a handheld camera. Um, I almost wonder if they're trying to like differentiate themselves visually from like other found footage I, yeah. stuff where they use handy cams more, and they're trying to be like, see, it's like a hip updated no. version in the middle of Virginia. <laughs> it's like it's like the Family Guy thing where like they make a joke by mentioning something contemporary, and it's not a joke. It's just they want to show mm. their hip. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. like iPhone recordings. That's everywhere in the news now, kind of thing. That's my take on it. But yeah. I do. Th- like, I guess the less cynically, yeah, probably they just want just to make it overall. Different. Like this episode specifically is quite egregious about it, but like the camera use overall, especially in this episode, is like the the excuses they're using for why certain characters are using cameras are so, and how they're using them is so wafer thin. Yeah. When literally all they need to do is be like, yeah, we put a shitload of cameras around. It's a reality show. Like, That's, of course, there's tons of cameras. Like, and, like this kind of applies to not just this episode, but really this whole like series of things. It's like there are a lot of professionalist shots here, which annoys the crap out of me because it's supposed to be reality. And I know that there's like 100 cameras, but like it gets annoying because sometimes they'll go between like, here's the shaky cam footage. All right, here's a pretty clear shot that's sort of angled in an artistic way. And it like, it totally doesn't yeah. work. It's so annoying. Here's a dolly cam. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. exactly. Like, yeah, they go between like, it's understandable you got to edit like shaky footage and stuff a little bit to make it more palatable to the audience but also there is so we talk about it in the bonus episode the second one we recorded but there's moments where they just change between like hand cam footage and perfectly dead on crystal clear shot 100% focus like yeah just just exact like oh you you need ten thousand dollars worth of cameras to do this yeah (laughs) quality shots yeah, it's really distracting every time they do it. And yeah, this episode uh, egregious with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one scene later on, yeah, that's like absolutely that, which, yeah, but. Uh, Anywho, so, sorry. Uh, they, I get, okay, so like Ty said a few minutes ago, Lee being like, this is my camera, this is my story. I'm like, Lee, the, that's their camera. They gave it to you. Like, you have to turn in the footage once this is over and they will still edit it. Like, <laughs> that's not how this works. Just because you recorded it doesn't mean they can't edit it. Like, that. just because that's not how any of this works. Um, the agreement was almost certainly that you signed. You would turn over all footage you created yeah. during that period. Like, that's 
kind of step one for that kind of contract. And like many things in American Horror Story, that could be easily, that as, that as a plot hole and as a stupid thing to say, could be rectified just by her being like pulling a digital camera or something out of her back pocket and being like, this is my camera. Like, mm-hmm. That would literally solve all of it. Wait, are you telling? But Liz, but that would require her to be able to smuggle in something without them noticing. That would, some kind of item no. that perhaps would make the producers <laughs> of the production staff go, whoa, you can't have that here. And like, I mean, that's just implausible. That would never that happen. That would never she happen. She would never be able to do that. That yeah. would never happen. And it certainly Keep won't happen. Keep in mind how much this would never happen. Yeah, listener. this would never happen. That's why they had to use the cell phone. Phone. But um, that, that's that's our flimsy excuse for why she's using a cell phone, um, the cell phone they gave her to film everything from this point on, which is just an excuse for us to have footage um, of what right. occurs later. Uh, then Dominic, who played fake Matt, in case you're forgetting, um, finds what is uh, very clearly a giant pool of blood and everyone's like is that blood and Dominic's like I've done my share of slasher films this doesn't smell like corn syrup um to which I say (laughs) what the fuck Dominic um first of all there's other types of fake blood other than corn syrup um and second of all do you know what blood smells like in large quantities uh (laughs) Maybe that's something we should address, but it it won't be addressed. But what is more frustrating is that Audrey, the wife of the man who is missing, um, sees the giant pool of blood and goes, oh, my God, Brad Pitt. Uh, and explains that the giant blood pool. <laughs> I hate that your accent was better than the one on this show. Yeah. That makes me mad, Liz. I want you to know that. That pisses me off that yours was better than the show. It was like, that was just a that was just an off the dome gut read, and it was just yeah, so that much was a better. Really good Fuck me. Accent compared to- oh my god, Brad Pitt! It was like <laughs> <laughs> Now to get a point of me bitters. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I have no idea why they made this character British, except for her to occasionally like say like, "Well, I'm not an American." Like at random times. <laughs> Do you have like, this many murders here in the colonies? Usually, you know, like yeah, it's like some shit just like that. She literally just drops one-liners like that all the time, and it's like, is this oh, a was bit? It built for the Mayflower. <laughs> like- <laughs> and it's like, why are you? Making this character this, like, what? What is the deal? I, I guess they think it's a bit. They think I, this is like a funny bit. I guess. I think Tara Paulson made them do it. Like, she's like, "All right, I'll fine. I'll be in the another season, but <laughs> if you're not gonna raise my rates, I'm doing a British accent. That's my do dream. You, uh, That's. Do my- you want to know what my like tinfoil theory is about that? I think it's that like they're oversaturating the Sarah Paulson character market and so many of her characters are so similar mm-hmm. that she's like we have to make this one radically different in some way like just totally <sighs> different than all the other ones so we'll make her British Sloby from the future says this might be a good thing to remember in later podcast episodes anyhow <laughs> um... <laughs> a little side note for a little mystery mouse katool we can use later exactly exactly <laughs> So like I- so um yeah she handles this really well seeing a pool of blood on the ground when her husband is missing she's just like oh it's probably a prank bro yeah <laughs> and um they cut to her crying because 
She thinks it wasn't going to work, I guess, because he left to go film another thing. Yeah. Um, which, <laughs> even though they just they agreed, like, hey, we're actors. This is going to happen sometimes. It's okay. We love each other very much, and we can talk through our problems because one of us is an adult. And um, then they just, um, the adult goes... No, <laughs> I don't think so. Actually, I think we broke it up. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's done. So, and like, it's not even like they like made an agreement that like, oh, we're both actors. This is normal. Like, they, she was there when he got the phone call saying he needs to go back to L.A. for the Brad Pitt movie, and is like, you have to go. Like, Sydney will understand. Like, she's the one who told him to leave. So I don't know why she is interpreting him leaving as like him dumping her. I also don't know why Sydney. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I I don't it, it it's really it's really like clumsy in a way to be like I don't know you know like oh this is why I don't necessarily believe he's been murdered and I don't have to like freak out and I can still be like a yeah. good horror per- whatever character you know what I mean don't worry she also forgets this <laughs> <laughs> soon <laughs> yeah she really she forgets it pretty quick she forgets that she thinks that he dumped her um. <laughs> So uh, now we start a new series of events, which will happen multiple times over this episode, which I like to call um, Kathy Bates records a vlog. Uh, <laughs> or as I like to call it, the character assassination of the butcher's possession by the coward's American horror story. <laughs> like the butcher ghost in Kathy Bates was so fucking cool. And then they were just like, no, actually, it's not that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, it was such a free win. So, they got to have Kathy Bates do it. Like, why would you give that up, man? Like, it's so funny. There's a part later on where she talks about how she didn't get put in enough episodes. And I'm just sitting here like, yeah, if she's not in all of them, you'd put her in the wrong amount. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I was still holding out hope that this is Agnes fighting off Thomason's spirit trying to possess her. You know what I mean? Like, in her head, she's like, no, 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 I'm just getting into character, but it's reality. I'm still, like, desperately clinging on to, like, I know it's not that American Horror Story fucking up right now, but maybe, just maybe they're doing the right thing and there's still a chance. But, yeah, this sucks. (laughs) Yeah. um, Uh, I even say somewhere in my notes pretty, pretty, like, soon here that like Kathy Bates fucking rips in this scene she does a great job um doing exactly what we just described which is um acting out Agnes um fighting off the butcher's uh influence um they did kind of briefly mention that she has schizoaffective disorder allegedly in a couple of episodes ago so I guess that's what they're trying to imply um (laughs) but they do a bad job of doing that uh instead they show a lady who's possessed um for the whole episode. Yeah. Um, she's in Lady Gaga's fuck basement. Remember that place? Mm-hmm. Um, she has stolen. God, I wish that was me. Uh, yeah, same. <laughs> um, she has stolen the cameraman's whole ass, like, shoulder cam um, and tripod. She found a tripod, evidently, because it wasn't on him when he died. This uh, is my tripod! <laughs> she yelled from the back of the room as she found as she found one in full butcher mode. Yeah. Um, tripod. Tripod. <laughs> tripod. This is my tripod. <laughs> the mood of my land. The tripod of my my little weird trailer. <laughs> She says blued so many times this episode. I love it. It's, uh, it's my favorite word. <laughs> so she's like, she's filming a vlog. Now, it's important to note that she has this camera with her. Um, 
every time that she's present for the rest of the show, which means um, Agnes, this little old lady, Kathy Bates, is um, running around with this giant shoulder cam um, everywhere. And some shit's going to happen to her that you're like, damn, that sucks. And you have to lug a camera around. Holy shit. Um, (laughs) But she never doesn't have the giant camera with her again. Wafer thin. Uh, reasons why we have footage in this found footage show. They needed, for some reason, <sighs> yep. to have a camera in every in every sequence. Even though you could just. I'm be imagining like, if the Blair Witch Project had like extensive sequences where, and I haven't seen it for what it's mm-hmm. worth. So you have to tell me <laughs> if this is in it. Parts where the Blair Witch gets a camera and like records a vlog no. of why she had to kill those kids. No. And then like no, they don't do that. She doesn't carry a camera around with her and then like be like, check it out, I'm the Blair Witch. Hey. You know, I it's like <laughs> it's shockingly elegant. Or I should say that American Horror Story's take on it is shockingly inelegant. Like, modern found footage <laughs> movies now, like, Blair Witch actually did handle it pretty well, I think, because, like, they have, like, two different cameras, the three characters, so they're not all just filming at once for no reason, you know? And then at one point when shit starts to go down, there's one character who's doing it, and then the other character makes a comment, like, I kind of see why you like doing this, it's like looking through filtered reality, which is, like, kind of like, eh, but you're also like, look, I got, I have to afford the filmmakers some way of doing this, right? Without being too nitpicky yeah. shitty. But, like, American Horror Story keeps messing this up with, like, we have a thousand cameras, but let's find really awkward reasons for people to use them. And it's like, how did you mess up this setup that supposedly made this all so easy, you know? And the way everyone holds their phone camera oh truly God. looks like they have never touched a phone in their life. Yeah. Like, it is outrageous. Like, it... It feels like everybody, like, they took, like, index finger, middle finger, thumb, and those are the only three that are allowed to touch the outside of the phone, and they always have it, like, full arm extension, just... I would get tired after 30 seconds of holding a phone like yeah. that. <laughs> well, the reason they have them do that is because we're supposed to believe that, like, all of the footage is from their phone, and it wouldn't, like... It wouldn't be from the right perspective, and it wouldn't be the right aspect ratio if they filmed vertically or if they held it like a normal fucking human being. Well, well, Um, yeah, and you know what? The thing that's good about Blair Witch and not having all the characters record at once is also that, like, you don't get those awkward scenes where three people are, like, holding phones at each other while yelling and trying to do drama, and it looks weird. You know what I mean? Like... Like, just film the person who doesn't have the phone at that time so they're not, like, yelling, oh, my God, we're going to die, while they're holding up a fucking phone in front of their face. Like, it looks odd. How did no one think of that? Sorry, they committed to, like, such a weird bit where they're, like, at the very beginning, like, they they hammer it in that, like, Sydney wants the camera rolling 24-7, and you think, okay, well, this is how we're going to get a bunch of footage Um, because Sydney's going to make them record everything um and so everything leave the house yeah Yeah. and they just leave and so it's like that guy isn't even relevant like him rolling isn't even relevant to all of the footage we end up seeing and like i i feel like again this is another one of the many many dozens of times we've already brought it up um of where american horror story has like heard about something that was cool Mm -hmm. and is like we could do that, but, like, didn't actually watch the source material or, like, didn't care enough to, like, try and 
mimic it in any meaningful way. Right. Like a good example is paranormal activity. Hey, fixed camera angle that explains why we can see what we can see. It also um, added a whole lot of creepy shit because of the fixed camera angle. We didn't need to have like a handy cam shoved in someone's face for the whole movie. Um, (laughs) Crazy how you can have non-professional looking shots tell a story. It's so wild. So wait, explain that again for me slowly. Like what? (laughs) R is for Rory. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, paranormal activity even had the whole thing of like, it would have just by virtue of like the camera was over the bed, but also it had the door into the hallway. There often would be moments where in what I understand is a very common setup for horror. Us, the audience would have the information of what was in the hallway, um, which we knew the characters in the film did not. Right. Which thus led to horror, you know, and that doesn't work when there's 45 cameras pointed at everything. Yeah, entirely. Yeah, they don't. They sometimes forget the show is supposed to be scary, or like what makes scary things scary at any given point in time. Mm. Oh God, that's that's what's scary when you just go Pigman out of nowhere. Now that you mention that, this episode had a distinct lack of Pigman. I'm kind of feeling a Pigman-shaped hole in my heart now that you bring it up. I didn't think about it until now. Man, miss that little fella. Hope he's doing okay. Um. Anyway, back to Kathy Bates doing her vlog. Um, so she starts giving a really good speech. She starts, like I said uh, in my notes, she she fucking rips in this scene. Um, she's giving a really scary monologue to the camera. Um, as Agnes, like she's speaking as Agnes, the actual like herself. Um, and she's like, "They chose me. I was the fan favorite. They booked me for three episodes, but I got five. Um, and then she kind of <laughs> slips into this weird voice. Um, and starts speaking. Irish, I guess, Scottish, Gaelic, Celtic, I don't know. Um, the subtitles didn't tell me, and Google Translate was struggling uh, with what she was saying. Um, I bet you it's literal it, gibberish. Like, they didn't bother you in that research. Come on now. You know, like, they little, can't even figure out. A little bit out. later, she, she does okay, this bit a, a couple of times this episode, and the other things that she says... Um, yeah. is Irish and is translatable. This isn't um, for some reason. I don't know if Kathy Bates just fucked it up or I, I'm what. I'm like taking a shot at AHS. Yeah, I'm sure it is something, but like, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying if we found out now that's, that's just bullshit they made up in the moment. We're like, all right, yeah, that's that's a Ryan Murphy move. I can tell. But, but like, anyway. <laughs> that's the thing is like, it is a made up thing they made in the moment because it is, it, it does end up later being Irish and like, that we never established that the butcher is Irish. Why is she suddenly like chanting in Irish every scene she's in? Like, is that a weird thing Agnes has decided to do? Because then we start hearing ghosts in the fuckhole who are also chanting in Gaelic. And it's like, well, did she? So we never established that is Thomason's character. So- the wild the wild thing is the only real connection they have to Gaelic is the fact that they use the name Skaha for the for the weird forest gremlin played by Lady Gaga except She's just a different character entirely, so she isn't tired <laughs> to the Gaelic myth. Like, because again, the Gaelic myth is like of a, a trainer of heroes. Like that, it's not a bog witch. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, it's so. Wrong. Wait a minute, Lady Gaga's playing Phil from Hercules. If you think about it, holy shit, yeah. kind of, wow. yeah, Gaelic Phil. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Show is love, love players, baby. 
<laughs> I love that for her. <laughs> Good for her. Oh my um, god. And that means Matt fucked Phil from Hercules, but Lady Gaga and Gaelic. Yes. Good for and him. was hooked on Damn. it. And was hooked. He loved that. <laughs> Felicity? Oh. I don't even know. I'm too old for that. But anyway. <laughs> no, not the Felicity. <laughs> it's best we move uh. on. <laughs> so, um, uh, so, Was he a satyr? I can't remember. Yeah, satyr, yeah. He's, he's a little satyr. Satyrsy? Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. no, not the Satyrsy. No. Oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, Agnes right. is in the hole and she hears chanting and she's like, oh shit, and her fire goes out and then when it goes back on there's a, a hell of Blair Witch dolls and she hates it. Uh, she starts screaming. I, I um, do too. She hated it. <laughs> I do as well. I'm on board. I yeah. also hate it. This is the first inkling of, um, oh no, she actually isn't possessed. She just got too into character. Yeah. And that, yup. And so she is now actually being harassed by ghosts, which I gotta say, I feel like the ghosts would be like, Damn, this lady gets what's up. Yeah, right. Yeah. And like, have been cool with her, right? Like, I don't get why the ghosts would be like, this lady is doing exactly what we do. Oh, because they're like comedians. Um, it's like you can't do the same bit in the same town, okay? I'll accept that oh, you came up with it maybe on your own, but you know. Are you telling me Kathy Bates did a Carlos? Mentality? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy Bates is a joke thief, except for murder. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, hey, love that's that my for her. If only we had a term for that for someone who copied other murders. Oh well. Oh my god. Oh jeez. Well, so she hates the dolls. Um, it's unclear as to why she's being menaced by the ghosts, like Beef just said. Um, but she hates the dolls, and that's the end of that scene. So now we're I I guess it's the next day because it's daytime now and they're back in the house um, and Lee is recording Monet the lady who played Lee um, and they're kind of standing there looking at the murder mur- mural on the wall and um, Monet's drinking from a flask because remember she method acted too hard and became an alcoholic yeah um, even though Lee's not an alcoholic um, <laughs> and <laughs> and Monet's like damn she's like a joke here. thief but for alcoholism anyway sorry go ahead. yeah. <laughs> Copycat alcohol. Stop stealing my bits, Despicable. <laughs> Despicable. <laughs> um, and Lee's like, maybe you shouldn't be drinking at 6 a.m. And then Dominic <laughs> comes in and is like, let her drink. Last night sucked. Give me some of that flask. Um, and then he says a really weird line. He's like, no one ever goes to the grave regretting they had too much fun. I'm like, I don't think that's why Monet is drinking, but mm-hmm. go off. Um, I don't think she's trying to get turnt at 6 a.m. <laughs> Um, and then they, it's because they wanted to have this, this interaction where Lee is like, Dominic, you're helping an alcoholic drink. That's like handing a killer a loaded gun, which is very funny later. Um, and Dominic goes, well, I guess you'd be the expert on that one. And I'm like, all right, so we're still stuck on that Lee murdered Mason, I guess, even though he wasn't shot. Um, and (laughs) also you didn't address what she just said. You, you still are you know enabling an alcoholic um whatever it doesn't matter he walks out of the room after this um <laughs> but remember remember that funny line about the the gu- handing a killer a gun for later keep that in your little <laughs> noggins um it's a it's a mystery tool for later um so then we get what is what begins a very awkward set of interactions 
which is Dominic kind of cornering Shelby in the kitchen. Because remember, Shelby fucked Dominic because real Matt wouldn't talk to her, which is, again, very funny. <laughs> um, she she fucked Wish.com Matthew. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it really is. Like, it still is. That's what's so messed up. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. He's like, come on, baby. I played your husband. That's kind of like the same thing. Um, and Shelby's like, no, I'm not interested. Fuck off. Fuck off. And he's like... I know you're into it because you're shivering, which, first of all, what? that's yeah. weird. That's not <laughs> yeah. a thing people do. That's some fan fiction shit. Nobody does that. And then Shelby makes it worse by going, I'm not shivering. I'm vibrating with rage, you asshole. And I'm like, that's what? also not a thing people <laughs> yeah. do. Um, <laughs> both of like, those are not I real. Think she meant like shaking with anger, but like <laughs> saying vibrating with rage. Like that's just like, uh, damn, nice thesaurus, Shelby. I'm like, squirting with fury. Oh wait, that helps your case. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm furiously moist. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, so because this is a TV show, at that exact moment, Matt comes out of the basement and misinterprets the situation. Um, Shelby makes no attempt to explain what's going on, and Matt assumes the worst and is like, you know what? You can bang my wife. I don't give a shit. Fuck (laughs) off. Nobody tries to clarify what's going on. Um, they just allow Matt to think that the worst is happening and (laughs) move right on to the next scene. Um, which is going to be a very confusing scene about Dominic where he's in the confessional um, and he's like, I'm going to be the bad guy of this reality TV show. And then he's like, check this out. And he reaches into his back pocket and pulls out this weird camera he- necklace. Yeah. That he's for some reason not been wearing this whole time um or, he's but decided to wait i guess can i just say it too in a moment of american horror stories like try hard dialogue kind of shit he also says like i'm gonna be the bad guy in this reality show that's who you remember puck omarosa you know which like it is like the the uh, you know the the person from the real world and then from the apprentice who is kind of <coughs> known as like the 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 bad guy or antisocial person or whatever you know what i mean like the the lady who is doing business too hard or ruthlessly or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like that. It too was just good just at like, business. Shut the fuck up, you know? But. <laughs> uh, he's like. Sorry. He being Dominic is like, yeah, Sydney gave me this necklace so I can record myself ruining Shelby and Matt's life. And I'm like, well, why wouldn't. Would you not want that last interaction to be in there? Like. <laughs> Why did you wait to get in the confessional to put the necklace on? So now we have an excuse as to why <laughs> Dominic has a camera. Um, I don't know why it couldn't just be that he fucking has a camera right? like everybody else. <laughs> it's, it's um, a, that's the whole conceit <laughs> of this. Like, what the fuck? We need a reason. Literally everybody has one, but for some reason Dominic yeah. gets a special one. <laughs> They had a meeting in the first episode where Sydney went, here, everyone, here's your camera <laughs> with which you can film any and all interactions. Go wild. And then someone, like, and he, everybody was sick at the writer's room, and there's one person who's like, we don't have any reason that they have cameras. I'll write this in. And somehow that all worked out, because I guess why not? What a, it's like there like, was a memo it, sent to the writer's room that was like, remember to write in a reason why there's a camera. But, like... Nobody ever crosses it off on the to-do list, so multiple people just keep writing it into the story because they don't know someone else has already written it in. 
Can't have too many reasons. It's just for- like, there, God, yeah. <laughs> it, it's just so confusing. Yeah, it's like truly so confusing because they didn't need a body camera for any of these <laughs> scenes either. And like the whole thing of using one of those cameras is you you do it without letting someone know they're being recorded. That's why it's insidious, which kind of is beaten by being <laughs> presupposed by there being 24,000 cameras in the house, as you so elegantly put. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so I guess for just remember that Dominic has a body cam. It will be relevant later, but it doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be a body cam, but he has it just in case you're wondering. Um, and that's the end of the confessional. So then it goes to Shelby, who's upstairs crying because she didn't bother to tell Matt that she's not fucking Dominic anymore. Um, and she doesn't notice that there's a huge fucking TV camera sitting on the bed that's pointed exactly where she chose to sit down to cry. Um, and then Kathy Bates instant transmissions behind her from what I assume is the bathroom, um, and starts menacing her. And Shelby's like, fucking leave me alone, (laughs) Kathy Bates. And then, like, she switches, she being, um, Agnes, switches from being full butcher mode to, like, Agnes again. And she's like, I just wanted to be on the show. And she's, like, real sad for a second, like, instead of menacing. Um, during all of this, because remember, she's holding a meat cleaver and obviously going to use it. Um, Shelby does not attempt to scream for help, um, to any of the people who are in the house. There are six, seven other people in the house, um, and she doesn't try or to get- Or grab an object. <laughs> yeah. Or just, like, look around for anything longer than a meat cleaver. Because, <laughs> yeah. like- you're like a little yoga instructor. I know you got some core in there. You could swing. Swing with your core. Use your legs. You got it. Use them hips, girl. Hit them with the back. Like, just swing something. Who knows? Like, she might even... ain't that long. Who knows? She, she might can't even actually do it later. throw it. Yeah. For... She can't actually hadouken it into you from 100 meters away. That was the show. Like, she's just a little old lady with the cleaver. Just hit her with a stick, man. Funny you should mention Shelby having core strength and being able to use objects and in a way that would, you know, injure another human being. I wonder if that will be relevant at any no. point. Uh, no. in the show. Yeah, no, they definitely here, won't yeah. have her uh, kill somebody by swinging an object <laughs> at them repeatedly within this episode. No, that would that wouldn't make any sense. That's so out of character for her, especially given what's going on right now in this scene. Um, so Shelby doesn't call for help for whatever reason, um, but she turns to Ron, which, come on, Shelby, don't turn your back to the person with a knife in their hand. Like, what is wrong with you? Um, and gets cleaved. Uh, she's trying to like open the door when this happens. So I guess the door, the entrance to the room is locked for some reason. I don't know how Kathy Bates made that happen. Um, and she gets cleaved in the back, uh, like fully cleaved in the back. Got, get, has a huge giant gash in her shoulder going and starts screaming, just starts going ape shit screaming and recording Kathy Bates on her phone. Um, and she's like, I need, I, I'm, I know I'm going to die. So I'm going to record so that everybody knows who did it. I'm like, there are cameras all over your house. That's literally what's going on. Um, I don't know why you're recording this on your little phone. Feels like you could be reaching for a weapon. Um, and they make no attempt to explain why she doesn't. 
Uh, that would require Shelby to be able to swing a weapon with enough force to injure or kill another person. Oh, yeah, person. no, we, we've established. Impossible. Yeah, no, that's not she happening. She can't do she can't that. Do it. Yeah, oh, you're right. She doesn't have the personality. Clearly, even when she's backed against a wall and it's a matter of life and death and not just, like, something she's a little mad about. Like, I mean, come you on. You know, actually, <laughs> I got distracted and thought we were talking about Matt for a second when you said that. But that, either way, they're a perfect couple. Yeah, exactly. So, boom. Yeah. <laughs> incredible the parallels um so kathy bates is like whatever fucking record me i don't give a shit and then she starts speaking irish again um google translate says this is irish and i'm not going to try and repeat it um but it translates to blood is fuel life is death the evil of darkness we sacrifice um so just generic um ritual shit i guess uh i don't know if agnes made that up (laughs) because it didn't come from the butcher um, but she fucking it's the new bit that Agnes does, the new fun bit Agnes does. Um, yeah. And then somehow Dominic has a magic ability that we didn't know about, which is also instant also, transmission. For the record, y- you did mention something in your notes that I agree, uh, which I also had a split second of. Wait, the butcher was English. Like mm-hmm. that was like very defined. She was like a Mayflower ass pilgrim ass english person Mm -hmm. like extremely english um so very very weird to have this turn yeah yeah and it's not relevant in any given point uh later in the episode either she just she does this (laughs) now she starts speaking irish sometimes um and it never means anything um who can say why it's in there uh but dominic gets into this room somehow from the bathroom i guess i don't know because uh, shelby's in front of the only entrance so i don't know how dominic got in here but he appears out of nowhere and just football tackles kathy bates um (laughs) and then there's a bit of a scuffle and he knocks her the fuck out like because once again, she's just a little old lady with a knife. Yeah. She's not magic. She's not actually possessed by ghosts, which means she's just Kathy Bates. And like, while I would hate to do any harm to Kathy Bates in one-on-one combat, I'm fairly confident many people could. <laughs> yeah. Not, like, no one wants to fight Kathy well, Bates. Not that but writer, if you had to. to be fair, but yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So um keep in mind what Ty just said. Um Kathy Bates is not magic. Um <laughs> however, after being knocked the fuck out on the ground, um within two seconds of Dominic like crouching down and being like, Shelby, are you okay? Um, she does <laughs> teleport away. <laughs> um, as if she were magic. She also, again, takes the big camera with her. <laughs> so I like to imagine Kathy Bates just kind of shuffling away with a giant fucking shoulder cam every time she gets into a bit of a scuffle this episode um because the logistics otherwise would have to be she's magic and can just teleport it um that's not the answer but that is the only answer that makes sense um dominic just kind of like listlessly hands shelby like starts putting a towel on shelby's back instead of calling the others for help (laughs) that's a reoccurring theme this episode as well um finally everybody else shows up um and they're all just using towels to like compress the wound Mm -hmm. um and no one's like actively trying to get help except for lee who's like i tried all the phones i can't contact anybody and i'm like as if lee is the only person who thought to do that (laughs) um then finally 
like a few moments later, Dominic does what would be the next smartest thing, which is walking up to the, one of the cameras like directly and like waving and being like, Sydney, send a fucking ambulance. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, there's got to be some kind of liability, uh, I would think, to um, not having medical staff on hand. When filming one of these shows, you just need like two people um, in a trailer. You're all set. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. Um, so this is another good time to remind everyone that um, you cannot disable a cell phone's ability to contact 911 yeah. emergency services in the United States of America. You simply cannot do it. Any burner phone you find will still be able to contact. 911 emergency services as long as the antenna inside of it is functional. So all of them would have a way guaranteed to reach emergency services. Just something to consider. Yeah. You're <laughs> yeah. saying Some of them will even do yeah. without battery. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, where are we next? Uh, oh, Dominic and Matt start. Right. Oh, my God. Dominic and Matt start fighting about who's. Oh, this is the scene is so good, though. They start fighting about who's going to go find the trailer because they don't know where it is and like they're like bickering like children and then lee is like everybody shut the fuck up i'm gonna go do it um and then monet's like well no i'll go with her i don't trust her to bring help back again don't know why everybody is like this towards <laughs> lee i don't understand it like lee not a likable person for the most part but the like the weird like <laughs> idea people have about what lee is okay. is so wild <laughs> yeah like the thing is even if you assume she is a murderer and did kill somebody in cold blood hey right now you kind of need a doer yeah? and that's the wor that's the actions of a doer <laughs> yeah. if i've ever seen yeah him. yeah like, it's like this weird bro. Like, maybe we hold the high and mighty shit till after we're out of here you know you broke a commandment <laughs> you must be with the ghosts like yeah it doesn't <laughs> 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 and Lee is fully, as you just said, the doer in this episode. And I'll give her that. That's what turns me around on her for this episode, at least. Um, because it, this is how the interaction goes. Monet is like really whiny and she's like, I'm going to go with her. I don't trust her. She's going to come back for, with help. And then Lee produces a gun from her back pocket and goes, well, you can trust what? this. <laughs> Are you telling me Lee managed to sneak in an item that the producers on staff would immediately look at and go, whoa, you can't have that here. <laughs> oh, so Lee has a gun. Um, she does. Which no normally I'd be like, oh, fuck, Lee has a gun. But you know what? Lee agreed to come back to a murder house where she saw murder cannibals and turbo ghosts and a lot of people dying. Um, mm -hmm. It's fair that she brought a gun, actually. I'm actually Team Lee on this. I'm, I, for one, think I'm it's smart. I'm just wondering how she got it in. I'm hoping she, like, smuggled, like, the individual pieces in, like, a balloon in her stomach yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, threw up an I entire think, gun I think and it's built it. It's simpler than that. They just literally didn't check. I think they just didn't give a shit. In fact, <laughs> I think that if Sydney wasn't dead, we'd get a scene where Sydney was like, Oh, Lee has a gun? Sick, actually. This is great for Bitcoin. Um, this is what I wanted. <laughs> I wanted Lee to have a gun, actually, so that I could prove that she committed a murder. Um, but that that won't happen because Sydney's dead. Um, and then in the middle of this like altercation, Audrey's like, hey, do y'all remember the tunnels under the house? Um <laughs> As if this is like some kind of secret safe passage right. from Agnes, who was, you know, also on the TV show that she's now obsessed with. So, 
has full knowledge of the tunnels as well. Uh, it's not like it's a safe point, uh, like a blind spot she doesn't know about. Mm-hmm. Um, but but like, they're, now they're... they're in the tunnels. I will say, I actually kind of like this scene. This is like, a, as far as horror goes, this is almost effective horror this next sequence yeah i'm, I'm okay um, with it it's not the thing i was referring to earlier um but like that this one i think i'm okay with it you know uh, yeah. i'll explain what i mean like yeah. if it wasn't if it wasn't predicated yeah. on um evan peters in a funny wig <laughs> saying top of the morning yeah, to you, that's fair. Like, oh. i think it would maybe be more effective it's just like you can't, yeah, he's just like the least threatening thing on the planet, so having him do a big yell. So, <laughs> just... yeah, I think that, like, what's kind of happening, which, it, and this is actually kind of an interesting thing, is they're starting to show the non-reality version of the ghosts, you know, like the non-documentary. So, like, it's not literally Evan Peters, and the guy's, like, a little taller, and definitely, like, better special effects-y looking when, like, they see him in the hallway, and he, like, does this, like, unearthly roar, it's not great, but I'm like, I, I can I can at least go like, yeah, they're gone. All right. That's better than what we've seen. But yeah, I'm still not. He's at least scary. Whereas like all the ghosts in the documentary are patently not scary what, in any capacity. Yeah. What ruins it is, for example, like in your in the notes here, Liz, you've put like referred to him as Edward Purple Cox because I can't remember his name. And that's the problem is, yeah, the character even is not that scary because <laughs> yeah. it's like, I love my cock will be plenty of purple. And it's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So like this man loves the paint. only reason I remember only reason I remember the actor's name is Rory is because the the creators of the show deemed it necessary to pick the name with the most obvious R's in it on the planet <laughs> so that we would pick up on the murder thing. Not Robert or Richard or any other name that starts no, with R. Rory. Rory. Multiple R's. <laughs> yeah. The most R name they could possibly come up with that still started with r (laughs) yeah so the ladies audrey monet and um lee decide to go into the tunnels for some reason um and i guess to go try and find the uh trailer Mm -hmm. and they hear noises at the end of the thing and it's it's fucking edward purple cox um right and Fucking Audrey's like, Rory, is that you? Right. Um, and, then it's like, and then Edward does a screech, like, like the Rory. creatures from the descent. Yeah. Yeah. Rory. It's pretty good, but like, like he's like a velociraptor. And then, um, but it's it is good. It's like it's a, they they do. What's wild is they do found footage here, where like the the angle is weird because it's Audrey or uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, Audrey. Um, shooting over Lee's shoulder. So she's holding the camera weird and it's like out of focus because it's not a professional shot. You can't really see the ghost. It's he's like all garbled because it's not in focus. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he screams like she shakes because you would if you were scared. Yeah. Um, and you can't really see him because the camera shaking. It is the one time this episode where they do like a real found footage moment. Um, and I think it's funny that this is one of the highest rated episodes of American Horror Story because of how effective the horror is given that they... So, actually did a horror thing correctly uh, yeah i'll i i yeah i'll save it for the end of the episode i have theories as to why but like anyway like um be caught lee just like unloads four bullets into him you know and it doesn't really work which like you know i'm not whatever i just feel like it's like don't waste your ammo you know and you'd think like yeah. after having done so much murder in your life that she'd be like kind of better at this but she's not so 
Yeah. yeah, you got you got to if it's a ghost, you got to vibe check with one bullet right? first. You got to see if it just goes through them or if like they're just kind of like Ugh, and then just keep going. And then you have to be like, all right, I only have six bullets and one was an inconvenience. <laughs> yeah. Six probably ain't going to do it. We should skedaddle, ladies. Right. <laughs> like that. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> no, she 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 I will say Lee doesn't hesitate. She immediately she doesn't like question. Oh, maybe that's Rory in a wig. Nope. She just hoses him as soon as it does the inhuman roar she's just like hey fuck this which, yeah. <laughs> and unloads yeah <laughs> which fair. i'm like again turning around on lee i'm big fan of lee this episode um but edward has the spaghetti moon buff and he chases them out of the tunnel but i guess he ch- it's weird because he's between them and the exit but yet somehow they end up exactly where they were planning on going um which is outside into the woods. Yeah, wait. Yeah, <laughs> right. They, so there's a tunnel that goes from A to B, and they entered in A and ran into Edward in the middle of the tunnel and got chased back out of A and somehow ended up outside of B? Yeah, and it's not like they went back Correct? to the house because they are <laughs> I, very clearly like just leaving the tunnel when they come out. <sighs> I can't even make the joke like, wow, you found the one plot twist in American Horror Story because they're so (laughs) I'm so inundated with them that it's like, yep, that's just another one for the fucking list because this goddamn show. But this one's just like it's like actively just confusing because, yeah, why even have them go through the tunnel? Like at least show them then in the middle of the tunnels, like looking back and being like, oh, yeah, you know, and then running away. But no. Yeah, no, no, of they, course, it, no, of course. Somehow not. they get chased out, but somehow also simultaneously end up exactly where they were planning on going. Um, and so Audrey and Monet are like, "Holy shit, we put you put four bullets in him, and he didn't even flinch." And Lee's like, "Yep." And then they're like, <laughs> "Good talk, bye." <laughs> um, well, yeah, and they're like, "They." I don't remember exactly what they say, but they say something to the effect of like, "Well, now what are we gonna do with the tunnel? Or how, where else are we gonna go?" And she's like, "Oh well, Matt thinks he prefers the tunnel," and they're like. The fuck do you mean Matt thinks he prefers the tunnel? You knew he was down there when we went down there? And Lee's like, yeah, man, we lived here. Um, We've literally been telling you that this shit is real Uh, since the documentary was filmed. Like, we know about this shit. Uh, We are experts. Um, We know that dude lives there. Uh, that's literally the crux you know, of like most of most of the show. Actually, I'm not sure runtime where we are in the episode. Um, I would mm. note that you know we uh, we had our like mark later on here. I'm wondering if do you think we should keep going or is this like a- I I think yeah. I think we split mm-hmm. here, um, yeah. and then because um, yeah, we know this is going to be a two parter, and I think there's a lot of. There's a lot that happens. It's going to be a good place to start back up because a lot happens in the yeah. next scene. Like a lot of very d- dumb things. So I apologize for cliffhangering you, everybody. This but- will be the second time we have ended a t- the first part of a two-parter with a group of people coming out of this exact tunnel. So I think it's appropriate. Yeah. Exa- that, okay, it's like yeah, poetry. We meant yeah. to do that. Yep. It rhymes, just like George Lucas said about Star Wars Episode yes. 2. That's right, Sloby. Picking up what I'm putting down. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, till next time, everybody. Look forward to the second half of Season <laughs> where Oh, my God, where definitely the little funny yoga lady will not forget she's wounded and then immediately become the devil. <laughs> it's going to be cool. Let's do it. Hell yeah. Till next time. Bye.